child this is, Assurance DNA is here to help you find the answers to your questions. Assurance DNA is a paternity testing service with access to over 5,000 testing locations across the country. They provide legal paternity testing and home paternity test kits. Can't leave the house? Assurance DNA has a network of mobile collectors that can come to you. Assurance DNA has partnered with DNA Diagnostics Center, a trusted source for DNA testing since 1995. At Assurance DNA, you're not just a number. Your family. When you call, you'll speak to a paternity testing expert who will guide you through the entire process. Order a home paternity test kit today and get 10% off. Yes, 10% off by using the special code MISGUIDED at checkout. Everyone's situation is unique, so visit AssuranceDNA.com to schedule a free consultation or give them a call now at 877-362-6450. Assurance DNA, confidence in knowing. Why the world make me feel misguided? I can't hide it, I'ma shake the globe, change it. Why they don't share this? Who else know this? I smell rodents, I'ma shake the globe till they feel it. Why the world make me feel misguided? I can't hide it, I'ma shake the globe, change it. Why they don't share this? Who else know this? I smell rodents, I'ma shake the globe till they feel it. What's up, everybody? This is the Misguided Podcast. We intend to guide you to a better future. The purpose of this podcast is to do exactly that. We will dive deep into the stories of entrepreneurs and highlight what makes them successful, but also pinpoint mistakes they've made and how to improve them. Our goal is to make you start thinking about building generational wealth through business. I hope you enjoy, and if you do, please rate this podcast and leave a review. And now, let's get started. What's up, everybody? This is the Misguided Podcast. We intend to guide you to a better future. My name is Jawan. I'm sitting here with Viola Gray, choice of chosen official. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Um, it's a sunny day. It's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. You know, I'm on this podcast. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm excited to be here. Of course, of course. It is a beautiful day. It's super nice outside. I think I'm going to barbecue today. We just got our floors done in the house, though, and, like, shit is everywhere. Yeah, I have a lot to do inside, but I want to be outside, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be outside. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the window will do it for you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Um, now, nah, let's go ahead and get started, though, um, and to, you know, let the audience know why I'm interviewing you. So let's go ahead and get it. Where are you from and who are you? So my name is Viola Great Choice. Like you said, I am originally from Marin County in the Bay Area. I currently live in Oakland. Um, a little bit about me. I moved from the Bay Area when I was 17 to Atlanta, Georgia to go to college. I went to Clark Atlanta University, um, got a degree in business management, and I moved back to the Bay Area when the pandemic started just to be closer <coughs> to the family and just things started going haywire, to be honest. So it was just like I... Um, I was like, you know what? Let me just go back to my roots. Um, let me go back to the Bay. And now I'm back here pushing my brand. And I'm so happy to be here. I think that's one of the best decisions I ever made. Did uh, Was your family still out here when you moved out there? Your family still lived in Oakland? Yeah, so you, you I moved to, to when I was 17. I moved by myself. Yeah. 
Damn, 17? You went to college? Were you like a yeah. grade above or something? <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how that worked. Well, really, I turned um, 18. I moved when I was 17, but I turned 18 like three months later uh, when okay. I was in Atlanta. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so how yeah. was Atlanta? I could. You kind of got like an Atlanta uh, vibe, really? accent, accent. Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it rubbed off on you a little Just bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, Atlanta was cool. I was there for six years. Um, Atlanta was cool. Atlanta's cool. different. Atlanta's super different than here. You know, it's um, it's super fast. Um, it's really good for black business, you know, mm -hmm. if that's why you go out there. But if that's not why you're going out there, it's very easy to get lost in the sauce out there. Yeah, you know facts, what I'm saying? And like facts. a lot of people go out there because they want to be <laughs> in the scene. They want to have fun. They want to go to the clubs. They see ATL, the movies ATL, Drumline. Yeah. I, I originally really went out there because the movie Drumline. Oh and my I want to always go. Yeah, I always wanted to go to a black college and like see the drum majors and shit. Like, so that's why I went. But um, a lot of people go out there like to be bottle girls and stuff like that. I mean, I have I have my bottle girl past, but it's just it gets old, you know. It's just you you want to mature. You gotta know why you in it, you know. You gotta yeah, know exactly. why you there, For not sure. just to be there. So exactly, definitely. But I learned a lot there. But I'm glad to be home for sure. That's cool. That's cool. So, um, so you get back out here. Did you start your brand out there? The chosen brand? I actually did. So I started, I moved to Atlanta in 2014. Yeah. I moved to Atlanta in 2014 and, um, I started in 2016. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So I was in college, but I actually started the actual brand when I was back home for a summer. And I was okay. out here. That's when, yeah. like, I got the idea for it. And that's when I really started, like, like pushing it. That's when, yeah, that's when I really got, like, my motivation. Like, I saw my family and I was like, this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I saw Let, their situation, you know? Yeah, let's talk about so, it. What, what made you, uh, what motivated you? Like, obviously, you had the idea in college, but you weren't motivated, uh, let's right. say. But when as soon as you got to the Bay, what gave you that just that push through the door? When I got, when I got back, oh, like when I what, came back to visit. Yeah. What gave you that well, push to the door to start pushing it? Really just, so I'm the first person in my family to go to college. My mom's been working the same job for like 35 years. My oh, dad. shit. Ate, yeah. Her 401k, fat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, my mom been working the same job, like nine to five forever, you know, and I never wanted to do that. You know, I, that's not, I never wanted to, I saw her have, she still get up early and go to work every day. And yeah. it's like, I don't want to live that life. And my dad, he always been in and out of work all life. So it was just like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like the only chance for this yeah. family. Like, yeah. that's you really got siblings? Like, I do. I have an older brother and an older sister, but my older brother, he live in Oregon. Like, he like the hippie type. He just go with the flow. Like, he yeah. actually is like an uh, actual hippie. Like, dreads, walking around barefoot. Yeah. Oh, he like <laughs> He's a hippie for real. Yeah, uh, he dope though. And then my sister, yeah, she do, she's a hippie too, really. She's like, <laughs> she like nature and shit. Like, she like, yeah, she's like a real nature person. Uh, like she goes on hikes and stuff like every day. Like, but they, they're, they just, they're just about like, they just chill. You know, they're, they're not people that want to be, Ooh, I want to make $10 million. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's not them. That's me. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I was never like that. My parents were always hustlers though, but 
me just seeing like my family and the situation they're in and seeing them having to work, struggling from job to job, like that just was like, this ain't it. I got to yeah. do something like I got to do something. And a lot of people go to college and don't really do nothing with it, you know? So why, you know? A clo- why a clothing brand though? There's so many things you could do. Why, why clothing? Right. So I originally, I went to school at Clark for fashion, merchandising. It wasn't was business? Uh, I thought you, did you? I switched, I switched. Oh, 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 yeah. okay, okay. I switched majors. It is crazy because I went to Clark my first semester for fashion merchandising and I just heard a lot of like, I'm at the end of the day, I went to college because I wanted to make money, period. Like I wanted to make money in the future and be successful. So I heard like a lot of people saying like, you can't make no money off of a fashion merchandising degree. Like a lot of people put that into my head, but now that I'm looking back at it, that's totally false. Hmm. Like that's completely false. But I'm glad I did um, my second semester, I changed majors and I was like, I'm gonna just do business management because I can go different avenues with that. You know, yeah. so I was like, let me just let me just switch. But I've always loved fashion. I was best dressed in high school, like fashion. Stop lying. Like, Stop capping. I'll tell you why you're busy. Nah, but not for real. Like fashion always been. Um, I've always loved fashion, like as a way to just express yourself. I'm a shopaholic. I've always just loved it. You know what I'm saying? So what I are some brands like, that that you like? I swear you better not say no Gucci or Louis Vuitton. No, hell no. <laughs> I would, first of all, I'm cheap. <laughs> yeah. So you ain't never, you ain't never gonna see me I love spend it. more than twenty dollars on a shirt. I like love it. you don't need to. Like, That's the crazy part. You why I don't understand people like for what? what? Honestly, it's against the law, but I'll make a shirt with, I'll make a Gucci shirt with my t-shirt pressed before uh, I uh, buy uh, one. Oh um, god, yeah. Ain't nobody gonna know it's against the law but you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I'm not I'm not about to spend my hard-earned money on no five thousand dollar shirt. People are crazy. Like crazy. if you got it, do what you gotta do. Kudos to you, but I don't even think when I got it, I'm not even gonna do that because yeah. like so there's people hungry out here. You yeah. know what somebody can do with $5,000? Fuck that shirt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah but you can buy how many shirts for $5,000? You could buy hella shirts. Like, like what? Exactly. Nah, so, but yeah. Uh, what? So for you, what's been the hardest part of starting a clothing brand or getting it off the ground? The hardest, man. Which one? Like, <laughs> it's, it's so much... I would say the hardest part about running a business period is being consistent. Like I would say that's the hardest part. Like it's so hard. I see so many people started businesses and I was in the same position where I started a business and I was like, um, this is fun, fun. Okay. Like this is, I don't got no sales. This is the sixth month and I don't got no sales. Like, why am I doing this? You know? And it's like, you really got to look back to your, your, I I write my, like a why statement. Like, why am I doing this in the first place? You know? And I always go back to that and read it. And it's like, I always have to self-motivate myself. I would say being consistent and staying self-motivated and and keeping going and is probably the hardest part yeah no i i totally agree i think being consistent um and just staying on track a lot of people yeah like after seeing no sales for six months you're like what the you know i could go i go do something else you know know, yeah uh, so i think that's that's very key to point out um and it, it it is super hard but yeah 
I think maybe ways to to work around it and kind of find some motivation or to just remind yourself of why you're doing it and remind yourself of kind of where you see yourself. So obviously like shit doesn't happen in just six months, a year. Sometimes it takes 10, like, but, but those 10 years you're learning, it's more of like the experience you're going through and, and, and you're learning because on the 10th year, you could be making $10 million. Right. So 10 years, you just technically made a million dollars a year. If you started exactly like, you know, that's good. Um, right. <laughs> it's good. Okay, right. Yeah. I'll, I'll stop for that. It's, it's just, it's just patience and, and kind of understanding what, what you're doing it for. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's key. Well, you know, here on a podcast, we, um, we like to guide, right. The misguided. That's the whole point. Um, and you know, thinking like back to like when in high school, like I wish I started my brand in high school, right? I, I was always in the t- in t-shirts. I had t-shirts. Um, I was, I, I played basketball. So I had like hoop or die t-shirts. I created like this uh, HOD gang. It was crazy, but like, you know what I mean? I've always in, been into yeah. this stuff like that, but I wish I had my actual brand in high school. Um, but you know, what would have helped me is having a mentor, having someone that like is a coach or guidance, right? Some type of guidance. So we like to do a hella misguided segment where I ask the same question to everyone. Um, if you were to write a letter to yourself at 18 years old, what, what would be a summary? What would you tell yourself? If I was to write a letter at myself at 18, I would definitely, cause this would be like when I first moved to Atlanta, I was lost, like you misguided yeah. as hell. Yeah. So I really didn't know what to do. I would tell myself for sure, I would tell myself one, to start my bit. Like you said, you would have started your business. Then I would first tell myself, start a business, uh-huh. period. I would secondly tell myself to save my money. I spent all that money that they give you in college to live off of, uh-huh. blew it. Yeah, same, I, I would have told myself, invest your money, every single dollar that you get. Could you imagine Don't if we would have invested in, Netf- in Netflix back in fucking 2015, whenever right? we were in college? Like, we was watching it. We might as well just... <laughs> right. I was watching hella Netflix. And it was cheap back then. Exactly. <laughs> like crazy yeah. you gotta teach your kids that young now you know what i'm saying because the schools don't teach it like the schools don't teach you about investing in banking and stuff like that but um yeah i would definitely tell myself to invest be smart with your money and don't hang out with the wrong people mm. Mm. that would be the most important like don't the who you surround yourself with is it <laughs> tells a lot about your future you know Yes. And I was hanging around with a lot of the wrong people that we didn't have the same goals in life. And none of them are my friends anymore. None of them, you know? And it's like, I would definitely tell myself that's key. I wasted a lot of time doing that. So definitely hang around the right people that match your future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, well said. Well said. <laughs> thank you, thank you, pals. <laughs> I'll flex with it. Um, well, where do you see your brand being in, let's say, seven years? So my goal is, like, it's when you have a clothing line, it's so important to know what avenue you want to take, you know? Because there's so many different avenues. Like, do you want to be in stores? Do you want to have a store? Do you want to do both? You know, do you want to be an online store? Like, it's so many, like, different avenues. And 
I realize what my avenue is that I want to be. I want to be in stores. So like, I want to be sold in like Nordstrom's. I want to be sold in like and Bloomingdale's. I want to be sold in stores like that. I don't Ooh, really you, want you high fashion over here. Okay, <laughs> you know that's. I'm trying to really be a luxury streetwear. You know. Okay. What I'm saying? Can I ask you a question then? Yeah. Let's get serious. Let's get serious. All right. You say you're not gonna spend over twenty dollars on a t-shirt. Right. You gonna sell your t-shirts for over twenty dollars? Why is that? See, I would suck. See, this is the thing. Luxury does not always mean expensive. Okay. It does not. But if you're in Nordstrom's and Bloomingdale's, it's gonna be more than twenty dollars. Right. 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 So, but I. So we in the Bay Area. I see. I mean, I've seen this everywhere, but specifically in the Bay Area. I see a lot of brands that sell their hoodies for like $400, like, like small brands. Like, and I like me for like, for example, I would never sell a hoodie for more than $200. Yeah. To, to be honest, I would never sell a hoodie for over my $200. Like just because, $40. <laughs> yeah, like my, right now, my hoodies are $40, $45 right yeah, now. Yeah, You know exactly. what I'm saying? And that's literally the highest I would go to is like $200 for a hoodie. Literally. That's like the high, because that's, the, I wouldn't pay, I would, if I had money, I would pay $200 for a hoodie. I would not pay no more than $200 for a hoodie. Yeah. I would not pay that two thousand dollars that that Gucci Louis prices. No, man, the shit's just gonna fade when you put it in the dryer. <laughs> right, exactly. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm exactly. Good. But like okay, I'm okay. not. All right, I'm not so so you sitting down with Bloomingdale's and Nordstrom's, and they're like, "All right, we'll take your shit, but we're gonna mark the price up because we need a cut, obviously, and right. this is gonna be your percentage." And they want to sit down, they want to sell your T-shirt, and it's not even like a. It's obviously luxurious, like um, it's just it's nothing crazy about it, right? It's just a T-shirt, right. just uh, you got the logo, whatever, and they want to they want to do it for forty five. What you gonna say? Do the T-shirt for forty five? Yep. I would. I would let them do it. Okay. For 45, I would. Okay. But to, if they wanted to mark it up, say, like, if the quality is worth, if the quality of the T-shirt is A1. Okay. And that's the market that I'm trying to go to, I would let them mark it up. But if they wanted to sell it for $200, $300, they wouldn't, they probably wouldn't have my business. Yeah, you probably going to gonna have to, you're gonna have to go to Zara. <laughs> yeah, that, for real. No, for real. I like, fucked with Zara, yeah. though. Zara's one of my yeah, favorites. I yeah, that's one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, and that's brand integrity, you know. Like, like even like you got to know like where who you are at the end of the day. Like people, like a lot of people, a lot of going into that arena. Like a lot of people are gonna try to upcharge your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, I sell my um, I sell my brand at other stores, and they charge their own price. You know what I'm saying? But we have an understanding they're not going to charge people arm and a leg because that's not what my brand is mm. like period i'm not i'm not for only like excuse my language rich niggas and and rich bitches and you know what i'm saying that's not who my brand is for my brand is for you're the not for the atlanta crew the, the atlanta yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. come on now exactly. <laughs> uh, nah, no, no diss to atlanta i love i love atlanta nah, yeah but they you know the atlanta crew yeah. Um, <laughs> so how do you how do you market market your brand? What are your steps? So, how do you get your brand out there? You said you have it in stores, too. Yeah. Let, let's so, talk about, so yeah. You said what? Let's talk about all of it. Go okay. Ahead. So how do I market it? So from how did I market it to get it in stores? Basically, 
the first store I was ever in, I went into the store mm-hmm. and I, they were new. They were, they hadn't even opened yet. It was in Atlanta <clears throat> and it was in a mall called Stonecrest Mall. And they had that's a popular yet. store, right? Yeah, it was. That's a, like it was all the yeah, rappers they, go. They were actually on. Um, they were actually on Growing Up Hip Hop, the uh, yeah, the premiere yeah, of the store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I I basically my somebody that I was really cool with knew the owner. They said, "Hey, this is a new store." Um, da da da. Like they're looking for product, so he brought me up there, and I just chopped it up with them. I showed them my product, and one number one, I was confident in my product. Like I went in there feeling like I wasn't cocky, but I was like this, you need this in your store, period. Like you need this in your store. Cause when I first started, I was selling custom backpacks. Like that was like, that was a part of my brand. Like when I first started, that was huge. Like custom backpacks. Like yeah. I was selling leather dope backpacks. And I was like, yo, this would make your store do this, 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 and this. Like I laid it out for them. I was a business major. So like I knew what they wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like I knew they wanted to hear something that was going to make their revenue go. It was up. it was all about your approach. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like they want to know why it's going to help them at the end of the day, period. They don't want to know, oh, yeah, I came from here and and I've and it's, it's been a lot. No, they want to know why so, this how, product is going to make their sales go up. How did uh, logistics work? So they, they agreed to it. What What's kind of the, the breakdown of the cuts they get and stuff? So basically it's different with different stores. Like some stores, like a store that I did, um, like my second store that I did was consignment. Like every, out of every store, out of every sale, they would get a piece and I would get a piece. But the first store I did, they buy everything wholesale. And that's how I like to do it. That's, that's, that's how I like to do it. Yeah. They buy everything up front and I don't handle nothing else. You you pay for it, your merchandise. Yeah. You handle it. You tell me how much you're selling it for. Keep me updated on sales just so I know, you know what I'm saying? And for my business, like what people like, what people don't like yeah. and things like that. So I like doing it wholesale. I really like doing it wholesale. I don't really like the consignment because at the end of the day, like they don't really feel obligated to sell your stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like if it don't sell, it's like, oh, well, it didn't sell. We didn't really pay for it. So, yeah. but when they pay for it, they're going to push your brand in yeah. that store. They're going to have they, they workers push your brand. Facts. period so let's talk about your process of, of making the clothing do you like get some clothing take it to someone have it printed what what's your process of do you stitch the shit yourself you know what i mean right so yeah. that's been like that's been like the biggest struggle i think of my brand um i asked that I've, question like 15 minutes ago you couldn't answer <laughs> no right right i know right, right like like for real no like that right there like, cause when I moved back out here from Atlanta, I didn't have no, it would remind you we were in a pandemic. Everything's closed. Mm-hmm. I had about 20 orders that I didn't fill. I had mer- I had merchandise that all it needed to do was be printed on period. I didn't have nobody out here. So when I say my business low key plummeted, like I had people waiting about three to four weeks for clothes. Yeah. Like, cause I didn't have have nobody to print anything and that was like that was like one of the hardest points in my business like I was like should I give all these people their money back like I gave them the option though I let them know like processing is taking a little longer right now due to the pandemic you know um, I gave everybody 25% off yeah it happened to me too yeah yeah all that so like 
that really it hurt like it was hard but that was the biggest lesson I've ever learned because that made me get a t-shirt press that made me get a cutter that made me get a sewing machine that made me get all of that stuff now I do everything in-house everything is in-house everything mm-hmm. and it, it depends if it's like something like because now we're trying to get like, like custom stuff made like manufactured so like 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 literally from design from the paper sent to the factory they make it that's that's the goal that we're i want to get there to. how are you doing that? you feel me i want to get there yeah for Cause, real because i be and saying it, some shit and i be wanting to add like shit in random places you know what i mean like yeah you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like you, it's, it's really like a process, a lot of trial and error. Like a lot of people, Alibaba, utilize Alibaba. That, what, that app right there has, that has a I lot be, of. I be using AliExpress too, because they're, they're a little quicker sometimes. Yeah. So I'll just, and they're, they're way cheaper than America, right? Yeah. They're a little bit more expensive. They're not always wholesale price, but I use Ali, right. uh, AliExpress as well. Yes, I love AliExpress. I love Alibaba. Those are amazing platforms. I wish they had platforms like that that were based in the United States. So it's like we didn't have to wait all this. They should time just open like shipping. a warehouse out here. Right? No, for real. Like, like they like Amazon on it. Like Amazon getting to it. Like I heard, I saw um, something about Amazon trying to buy Alibaba. Damn near. Oh, like sure. yeah. yeah, like they would be there. They would go crazy. But crazy. Yeah, Amazon is getting there. Amazon is really getting there. And I'm that's that's really dope. Like that's really important. You got and your stuff on Amazon? You sell your stuff on Amazon? I don't. Why and I, I really need to learn how to do that. Yeah, you should. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Right. I really need to learn. I really need to learn. Like, but my brain capacity just be like <laughs> what uh, I'll be like one thing at a time. And I'll be like, oh shit, I forgot. I need to learn how to do that too. Yeah, it's a lot. I feel it. What yeah. what, what uh site do you use? You use Shopify? Um, I use Big Cartel. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, but I Shopify is dope. I, I love Shopify. Shopify I, that twenty nine dollars a month is totally worth it. Like for real, I need to switch. I need yeah. to switch to Shopify. Only thing, like I'm stubborn and like I built my own website on Big Cartel and I love it. Like yeah. I love it. So, but there's a way to literally get the same exact format on Shopify. I just gotta figure it out. You like, I know I can switch my format to Shopify. Yeah, it's dope. It's I dope. love Shopify. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, um, I I do I do a lot of the the print on demand stuff for like the the non like trendy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just like the normal stuff. I mean, they they actually have been adding a lot of trendy stuff. Like, I got like a t shirt dress on there now. I do print on oh, demand. Wow. Yeah, they got a t shirt dress. I had like a, a skin tight dress. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I had some cool shit though, some joggers. Um, but yeah. Nah, that's shop, shop, shop yeah, I, I gotta switch. I gotta switch for real. Um how how'd you come up with the name? Chosen. Well, my besides last your last name. Is, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's 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 it, right? That's it. It ain't that special. That's it in my favorite um uh, Matthew twenty two fourteen is my favorite scripture, and it's many are called, few are chosen, and that I have that tatted on my spine, and um, that right there just stuck with me because it's so true. Like, like a lot, like I've a lot of my friends, a lot of people that I know, um, have been through a lot of hard shit. You know, like a lot of hard shit, like that you wouldn't even like imagine that people sh- would even go through. Like yeah. just, just hard shit from losing parents to 
to to being broke being homeless at 20 like crazy shit and now they have their own businesses they're blossoming they're doing good like it's just I really feel like a lot of people are meant to go through the worst shit to become the greatest people yeah like and that's really the message behind my brand and and chosen it's the um our slogan is we're a motivational clothing company and that's and that's that's literally what it's based on. Like we're here to motivate people through our clothing period. Like that's the whole goal. Like, I just want to motivate people to know that when they going through shit and everything they going through that they're chosen, like this was your life. You're chosen for this lifestyle because you're meant to be great period. And that's really where the name came from. Okay, cool. Cool. I fucked with it. It's a dope name. Thank you. Thank you. Please tell me you have like a LLC chosen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chosen official LLC. Yeah. Okay, dope, dope, dope. Um, yeah, it, LOCs are expensive as shit in uh, California. Fuck, yeah, fuck sh- this. <laughs> that shit is crazy. They need to move <laughs> back to Atlanta. Right? <laughs> no, for real, it's crazy because my business license was is is in Georgia. Like, oh, I have you? Two, though. No, I have two. Uh, I have two. I have one in Georgia because that one in Georgia cheap as fuck. It's fifty dollars yeah. a year. Yeah. Like literally. Wait, why do you have two? What is it? Both the same? Just yeah, it's literally the same name. I just wanted to be registered wherever I was. Oh, like I just wanted to be like I had my. I just wanted to be registered. Like I had my registration in Georgia. I moved to California. I just didn't want nobody fucking with me. Yeah, like, I'm not even registered here. Yeah. Uh, yes, the fuck I am, and yeah. I'm registered in Georgia. So yeah. you know what I'm saying. I didn't want nobody, and I'm working on that trademark. I don't want nobody fucking with me. Yeah, get that, get that, get that trademark for sure. For sure, yes. Well, um, I want to talk about how how you deal with setbacks because, and I want to I want to kind of walk through like the process. I want you to go in detail about, you know, when when something happens and that's not okay. Do you sit down and drink your tea and meditate before you make a decision? You know what I mean? Walk walk me through the process of how you deal with set, setbacks. So, are we saying like a setback in business or yep. like a life setback? A uh, business. Okay, so if I have like, because I've had, ooh, okay, let me use one as an example. So I ordered these shirts from a company and um, I needed them ASAP. So I just ordered like 30 of them. Like I didn't get no samples, no nothing. Like, hey, I needed, um, because there's different ways to print. Like, you know, like there's vinyl, there's DTG, like direct to garment, all that. So I needed some direct to garment shirts and I didn't do that. And um, I ordered from this company um, online and they sent me the shirts. When I say the shirts were nothing like I wanted them at all, but I paid $300 for these shirts. People are waiting for their orders, all of that. And it was just like, I literally had to cry it out. I had to, I just cried. I'm a crybaby. I should not be I laughing. That's <laughs> <laughs> that is funny the way I'm you said cry it. I'm a crybaby. I definitely am. Like, I'm a cry. Um, I'm going to do a little medicinal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do a little medicinal recovery <laughs> a little bit. And um, yeah, I'm going to talk to my mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, that, that right there picked me back up. <laughs> that right. right there, them three crying out, 
Get your little smoke on and talk to your mama and I'm Gucci. And, and you back at it. Back. And then you back ordering, you I'm emailing the them game. like, fuck you. <laughs> right, I'm back in the game. I sent them an email like, hello, these are da 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 But I sent those shirts out to my customers and I said, if you do not like them, let me know, I will give you a refund. And I handled it like a businesswoman. What, how, many, day, uh, how many people asked for refunds? None. Ooh, Zero. See, you was at crying for no reason. Shirt. Look, you cried No, exactly, but it's, I'm... <laughs> I'm like, I know, I know, but, <laughs> but it was just like, it was just like, it wasn't what I wanted, you know, it yeah. wasn't what I wanted. And it was just like, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to, I'm not even a perfectionist like that. Like, I'm just a perfectionist when I want to deliver, if you, because I, I, I've been broke as fuck before. So mm. if you're spending your hard earned money on this, I want to give you quality, period. Like I know, I know how it feels to spend. You only got a hundred dollars, but you want to support your friend, so you gonna buy that twenty five dollars shirt. Like I'm, like I'm not gonna bullshit with you. Then I'm not gonna give you no whack ass product. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. I know how people work for their money. So I, you know, and I hate, I hate the the people who be like the friends that be like, uh, uh, oh, like can I get like a ten percent discount, fifteen percent discount, and and. <laughs> And that's okay. Like sometimes I ask, like, you know right, what I mean? But idea. but not when you just bought like a $40 Hennessy bottle or like the new Jordans that just came out. Exactly. You didn't get a discount with that shit. You feel me? Exactly. Like exactly like that 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 bothers me. And that, that, that should be hurting. Me. But like I don't care if like a homie is like, you know, if I get a 10 percent discount, just you know. And yeah, for sure. Like if you low on funds, I want yeah. you to rock my brand. So but I don't but don't just try and get over because I'm your friend. Yeah, you know like, what I mean? Up? Let me get a sweater. Nigga, you got Gucci on. Nigga, you got Gucci. <laughs> what you like, talking my about? My shit is like not even close to that price. Yeah, like it's yeah. crazy. That's like a slap in the face. Like, you know, like for it real. Is. Like that's really like is. disrespectful. Like, like yeah. what? <laughs> Fact. Like you said, buying bottles of Hennessy and shit. You know you was out last night and yeah. you can buy that shirt, but yeah. Nah, I feel it. I feel it. Have you uh heard of the website Orange Shine in LA? It's a LA. Yeah, I have. Yes, I, I really like them. I was gonna say you should. You do? I I never order from Orange Shine, but I'm always looking through it. I love I, their uh, stuff because they, they're all trendy. Everything's trendy. Yeah. I ordered some de denim jackets a while ago, and I think I oh, got some really? other shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and it. it they're good they're good so good okay cool thank Definitely. you for that confirmation because yeah. i've never like i just be like yeah but they're in la so it's like they're right there you they're know right what I'm saying? right in yeah it, it, so. it didn't uh take long to to be shipped to me I, I believe it took maybe like a week and a half max oh dope yeah that's what's up yeah i'll uh, definitely try them out for sure thank you what um have you do you like do events and stuff for your clothing like before obviously covid like trap right. art or anything right. in la did you do anything so basically um right before the pandemic hit literally one week before march 1st 2019 we did our uh, first fashion show at tyler perry studios what? in atlanta how you yes. get that how you what, what? so it was crazy so basically a building so tyler perry studios is on an old army base okay in atlanta okay so when they built it um there's this building and it's like an old church, Okay. but they turned it into this place called Artlanta. Um, great people, dope. It's a beautiful church. They turn it into like a little, like a, like a art, like museum. It's dope. And it's right on Tyler Perry studios. And I guess like it was there before. So it's one of the type of things you can't get rid of. 
Yeah. Like it, like it's a piece of history, so you can't really knock it down and replace it with a big ass studio, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So they rent their space out. And one of um actually, yeah, one of the guys that I know, um, he was like a mentor to me in Atlanta, big brother, his name is Q. He knew the people that owned it. So they were like, um, yeah, da, da, da. like we went up to the space. We're looking around like he knew what he was doing. We didn't go up there like, hey, like, let's like, hey, we want to rent this out. Like we went up there like just looking like looking at him. They were like, yeah, like we trying to like start doing events here and stuff. And da, da, da. So we just got to talking and we were like, well, we're trying to do a fashion show. So and and our fashion show wasn't just our brand. Mm-hmm. It was we literally got all the black brands that we knew and and put them all on in it Mm. like so it was like about six or seven brands in this fashion show and it was huge and it was it it ended up being so dope and we did it on march 1st our anniversary and um yeah it just it worked out and they fucked with us because they fucked with my mentor and that's really how we got in and it was it was so dope and it hit we did it literally a week and a half before the pandemic hit and everything shut down that's crazy yeah good timing <laughs> right i was like oh my gosh because i postponed it twice mind you <laughs> like i changed the date twice so it was just like if i would have changed the date one more time it would it wouldn't have happened and it was just like it was perfect timing but yeah we we're so we were supposed to do like from that point i promised myself like i would do one every single year but pandemic hit so we're kind of our next fashion show is definitely going to be in the Bay Area for sure. I want to get all the black brands out here together, including yours. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, let, sure. I really want to do a fashion show with all like the black owned brands out here, like for real. Once like around summer, but that's like the goal for sure. I'll be down. I'll be down. Let me know if you need help setting it up. Um, for sure, yeah. I, I, like I know you, a couple places that that uh, that are dope for it. You feel me? Oh yeah, I'm hell just, yeah. Rent it out Thank or something. You. Oh, actually, my homie just. Uh, my homie just opened up a studio um, and it's really dope. Um, maybe we could do it there. For it's, sure, it's, yeah. It's a good, good promo. It's, it's really dope. Uh, she opened it with like two other people um, and they're, they're artists and creators as well. So. Oh, I love that. That's so dope. For yeah. sure. Yeah, we'll definitely chop it up on that. For sure, for sure. Well, um, shit. Uh, do you, um, you know, on the podcast, we talk all, all the time about stocks and real estate. Are you invested in any of those? So basically I work for Morgan Stanley. So I'm, it's actually illegal for me to trade stocks. Really? Because yeah, because like I get inside information. You get inside. Yeah. Like it's illegal for me to trade stocks. Do do y'all have, y'all only have like a a retirement or something? Like, no, like I, um, so like I work for, I work for three female financial advisors and these women are like in Forbes, like top like financial advisors of America. And what? They, How you, what do you do for them? I um <laughs> I am a fi- I'm a financial assistant. Like I'm literally just their assistants. Like I'm a, I'm all of their assistants. Uh, yeah, like I just anything I right now like the projects I'm working on. I'm working on a lot of tax stuff, getting people their 1099s and stuff like that. Um, Things like that. Like I do a lot of client relations. I did not know you were in the corporate world like that. Yeah. In the yeah, corporate yeah, world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. That's that's lit. Yeah, I have a corporate job. Um, I that's because I'm I'm huge on um stability, you know? Yeah. Like just seeing my business going, like seeing in the beginning stages of business, like 
I have to, I have to, at the end of the day, I know I have a family to feed. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, I don't want to work for, for the man forever. Hell yeah. nah. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I think. But you got to sacrifice until you get to where you, you want to be. Exactly. Like, yes, I still wake up at 7 a.m. every morning to go to work, like yeah. every day. Yeah. So, yeah, but I work, yeah, I work in finance. So I can't really trade stocks. But um, I do like, I do like Forex, like foreign exchange. Like, oh, more, you do? Like, I, yeah. Like, I do that like on the side, like sometimes I'm still learning how to do that. But um, yeah, I can't invest stocks. Which what, what about real estate? You ever thought about real estate? Um, yeah, I actually have. I definitely have. My sister is actually going to school to get her real estate license right now, and my best friend. Oh, okay. So I'm kind of the goal is for them to get in there and for me to invest in them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like that's really my goal. Like for them to to get into their careers and for me to invest in them. Like period. So I, I definitely want to get into it. For I sure. just be, I just became a real estate agent. I started, oh no! I, for I real? Next, next I'm back to you too. Yeah, that's yeah. so dope. Congratulations. Thank you. I passed my test in uh, March. Like, oh, yeah. oh that's recent. Yeah, yeah, like like three, three weeks ago, maybe. And congratulations! I, I start working uh like next week on the April fifth. April fifth. Wow, that's dope. That's yeah, exciting. Uh, yeah. That's exciting. Thank congratulations. You, thank, you. thank you. Um. Well, cool, cool. Um. Shit. No, it's been a great episode. Um, For sure. I don't want to go over time too much. But <laughs> the sure. way the way the way I like to end the episode is with a um, segment called guided conclusions, um, okay. and it's a question that kind of you know gives the audience. Um, and I, an idea of who you are, an idea to your heart, you know, who, what you stand for and stuff like that. Um, these questions could be silly, quirky, or just serious, you know, blunt. Um, but today's question is, what motivates you? What motivates me? I would definitely say what motivates me is is seeing my parents struggle. Like I said before, um, that is what keeps me going every single day. Mm-hmm. That's that's what motivates me the most is seeing my family not where I want them to be. Yeah. And um, that, that keeps me motivated. That keeps me going. And just knowing that, putting that idea in my mind that I'm all my family got. And that I'm literally, I have to do this for all of them. Like, cause my, my mom and my dad, they've given me everything they have, like mm. everything, like to put me through school, like everything. Like my mom is still working to this day because I had to go through school. So it's like, just knowing that they're willing to give up their hopes and their dreams and everything they got to do to put it in me and live in the position that they're living in. I, I cannot give up. Yeah. I owe that to them. I really feel that because being, uh, I have a two-year-old, so being a dad, thank you, thank you. Being a dad, like like you said, I would give up everything to make sure uh, he gets what he needs. You know what I mean? Okay. And like, yeah, it's it, once you when you become a parent, your whole mindset everything changes it's weird how it just happens but it happens. really and how is that like how is how would how would you like how is being a parent like that's like how is that honestly i think it's the best decision um because it it, it makes you grow up and see the world differently you don't see it i'm 27 right i don't see it as a 27 year old i've right. always been like mentally uh like four years older but 
um, I'm, I'm the oldest sibling as well um, with a single single mother. Um, so like I've always been there mentally, but like when that kid comes into the world and you hold it and you're like, shit, like now you ask me all the questions. So right. I have to know the answers. Wow. The yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh. it's different. Uh, right. It's the best thing though. Like for sure, it changes your world. And I've always been a family man. If you're a family person and you believe like you're very fam family oriented um, and you'd rather spend time with family than go out and do stupid shit, right? Um, right. Yeah, that's the best decision. No, that's good to know. Thank you. That's what's up. Of course, of course. Um, well, shit. I appreciate you. That was a great way to end the episode right there. You're right. Thank you. Drop, thank you. I appreciate you for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Viola. Um, do people just call you V? V choice? Yeah. Right. People call me V. Yeah. Everybody right. call me V. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, well, shit, go ahead and drop your uh, Instagram, social media, your website. Oh, yeah. Let me pull up the website as well. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, drop, drop, drop your Instagrams and everything. Okay. So my, my Instagram is at V um choice underscore my website oh my my business instagram is chose at chosen official.co and my website is chosenofficial.com. oh you got that that wasn't uh taken no right <laughs> yeah Look so at you. i'm, I'm chosenofficial.com. so yeah so Ooh. you can find it at chosen wow your website is literally just just like mine why are you copying me <laughs> Why are you copying me, yo? Oh. That's what I'm saying. You got Shopify, right? Yeah, you can, you I can do this. I know how to get there. I don't know. This shit crazy. Oh, you got do rags? Look at you. Yeah. Oh, I like yes, it. I yes, like yes. It. Okay, okay. So, you, you fancy. Well, hey, I appreciate you. Thank you for coming up. Thank you. I, love, I appreciate you. I love having Bay Area people on here. Yes, and, and I love your podcast. Yeah. I was just watching some episodes yesterday. So keep going. I really love what you're doing. It's very important. For Thank sure. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, sure. um, you heard it here. This is the Misguided Podcast. We intend to guide you to a better future. My name is Juwan. I'm sitting here with V Choice. <laughs> um, I appreciate you. For sure. Yeah. What if I met God? What would he say? Would he love me like his child? Would he look at me and turn away? Would he be a shame? I know I had my share of sins I know I had my share of rules that I've been Things that I've done, I regret as long as I live I'm not proud of what I did yeah. Yeah. But lately I'm trying to make it right Lately I'm trying to find myself through the pain I've been looking for answers so I've been praying every night Yeah, I'm praying every night But I feel like I never get a reply Feel like I'm always left asking myself why Like why were my people feeling low? We get high, I'm just trying to get by What if I got rich? What would I be? Would I be the type that never break bread and only look out for me? My nigga, don't you see? This shit was never for me, it was for the fam. But if I got rich, would people start coming around? With plots of taking advantage of who I am, I'm learning to be a man. Yeah. But that really takes time. And I ain't really got patience, dog. Too much shit up on my mind. But I'm really trying to cope with this shit Drifting away from family, we ain't spoken a bit Guess it's cause I'm too proud to ask for help So I just sit in my room and I ask myself What if? What if 
If I blew what? You think I changed? Would I be faithful to the girl? I'm gonna fuck with the groupies cause of the fame There's no one else to blame I know I done wrong so many times Responsible for all the tears coming from my eyes I'm sick of myself, sick of the games and the lies I just hate to see you cry What if I went broke? Where would they go? Would they all stick around and watch me fall or just disappear slow? Man, I don't really know I lost everything, what they forget What if I lost all of my money, all of these whips All of the fame, all the people, all of my chips Would they all just dead? What if I didn't have music, where would I be? Honestly, I'd probably be in the streets trying to hustle a G G of the white or the green, whatever you need Up in the A, I'm running the black with the fiends Rolling around with a nine sucked in my jeans And I'd probably end up like a boys in the hood scene As a better way to be What if I met you? What would you think? I just hope that I inspire you with every single word that I speak If you got to know me Well, we probably ain't too different from each other Why the world gotta be so distant from each other? What if we just learn to love and listen to each other? What if?